0: Hi guys welcome in sports cards nonsense this is our first official episode here on the ringer podcast network brought to you by spotify we're pretty excited to be here my name is mike Giuseppe. the big fella on the other side of the screen has a name as well i think
1: uh nope nope no name
0: thanks perfect it was good to see you guys that's your official introduction here on an actual (laughs) network we're not screwing around with this thing anymore pal this is a real podcast now so get your bad jokes out of the way
1: you may all refer to me as Jesse Gibson. Uh, I am the brains behind the operation and the looks. Looking forward to it. Love Jesse, sports. the producer, is what he's going to be.
0: So today we have a big show. Obviously, we talk about sports in general, the sports card market, how you can make profits, uh, where you're looking to buy and sell. So we're definitely going to talk some Super Bowl preview action. Brady and Mahomes, talk a little bit, of, a little bit about that. We've got a buy-sell segment where Jesse throws out some names, topics, or dumb ideas that he has. We'll let you know if we think it's a good buy or a good sell. We'll talk a little bit of sealed product, what a, what a good buy in the market might be. Uh, and then we're going to talk about like takes of the week, some different things, and if you're on a set budget, uh, what I think you should be buying right now to hold uh, and make a few bucks with. So should be a fun show. We're looking forward to it. As always, follow, subscribe, click links, do all you got to do to check us out on social media everywhere, especially Spotify and the YouTube channel. This episode is brought to you by
1: Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell so when the time is right you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com let's get right into it jesse what's first on the docket all right big picture it's on everybody's lips super bowl talk goat who do we what are we thinking what's your ideas all right we're talking goat so
0: obviously a crazy matchup in the super bowl right do you know the two teams and quarterbacks I want people to understand your lack of of sports knowledge in general. So, if I had to pay you, should we let
1: everyone know on the first episode how little you know? You know nothing. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I okay. do know You know Tom at least Brady. one. There you go. I know Tom Brady. Who's the other any, one? Throw us that name. Mahomes. Dude, good for I you. I researched. I did not want to look like an idiot on the first episode. Second episode, no. Too far. You already do. Holding nothing right. back.
0: Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, to me uh, to me, and anybody else with a brain in their skull, Tom Brady is the GOAT. I mean, his 10th Super Bowl appearance. Guy's unbelievable. Already has six rings under his, under his belt. Uh, another one hopefully coming this year, although I actually think KC might roll. Playing Patty Mahomes, who I like to refer to as the talent GOAT. Dude is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. He makes throws that nobody else in the league can make. Maybe Aaron Rodgers five years ago was making them. But it should be an awesome game. I hope it's a shootout. Again, I got a bad feeling Mahomes and KC might get healthy and just roll. Although half of their offensive lineup is, or their offensive line is out with injury, which is huge because Tampa Bay has a good pass rush. But more importantly, how does this mess around and how does this affect the card market? If you have been paying any attention, Tom Brady rookie stuff is sky high. His stuff was already expensive. I mean, the dude's been the goat for years now. People acknowledge that, and his stuff's old enough now where it has a little bit of wear on it. I mean, you're talking 20 years ago, 21 years ago, 2020, uh, 2000 was his rookie year. The stuff has just gone absolutely insane. The minute they won the game against Green Bay, it shot through the roof. As an example, just some baseline. His Bowman Chrome 9.5. So a BGS graded 9.5 rookie was selling for about $4,500. they are hitting about ten to 11000 bucks. The same card as a PSA 10 is doing double that. Uh, nicer rookies, his, his Contenders Rookie Auto, which is a, one of the first autographs he has in a Patriots uniform. Uh, again, BGS grading, kind of the standard. A 9.10 grade. Was selling for about forty to forty five thousand. There are literally two to three auctions up right now at ninety thousand bucks. I would like the two that I sold back in two thousand sixteen for thirty five hundred back. I don't think that's going to happen. Is that is that might, a good profit?
1: It, 3, it might not be too for to,
0: to ask for return. Yeah. So so people have been asking lately. So what's the deal with Tom Brady? I mean his, his prices are so sky high. Do I cash out now? I am a firm no. Uh, unless and we always use a caveat, right? If you need money. Uh, you know, whatever people have bills, people have real lives and don't have just endless cash to throw at this hobby. So yeah, if you're in a spot where, you know, I could actually use some money, I got a mortgage to do whatever it is, then yes, if you need the cash sell now, because for two reasons, I don't think they're going to win. And I'm not sure when those cars get higher. They, they will. Tom Brady is vault level. He's MJ level at this point. His stuff is never coming back down I don't care if they get blown out in the Super Bowl because Tom Brady has three things going for him. So if you're going long-term, three huge markers to me. First, he's going to retire at some point. There's always a bump in price when that happens. Second, the dude's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Again, always a bit of a bump that sustains. And at some point, unless he finds a way to win that battle too, he's going to die. I mean, it's just going to (laughs) happen. Those three things are always huge positive markers for the sports card market. So if you don't need the money and if you can be patient... Me and my wife literally had to make a drive to the bank. I was telling Jesse this, which by the way, if you're planning on stealing any of my stuff, make sure you go to Jesse's house and and do the same because he's got the other key to the safety deposit box. We'll give out our addresses after the show. We'll just give out the addresses after the show. It'll be good. We'll make a nice easy.
1: I we're told her, I, I told
0: Hannah I'm done keeping the cards around because I'm I'm this foolish child who will look at these things and say, Oh, they're gonna spike, I'm gonna sell it and I'll buy it back, and the boat never returns. So I just got rid of everything. Everything is now out of the house. We've got some cool stuff behind me, but all the Brady rookies are gone. I think long term it's just
1: an awesome hold. What do you mean by long term? What do you, what do you actually I'm like, never touch see? It. Just- I mean,
0: honestly, I, I think every couple of years, I almost view it as like an IRA four oh one K. Now we're talking Jesse's.
1: Oh my God! Full cool series just seven because he's that. wicked
0: smart. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's one of those. It's an asset, and, and you know, at some point, this this whole bubble starts to burst or to come down. Those are investment pieces. If stuff like that starts coming down, if if MJ rookies start coming down, the good news is you don't have to worry because the world is ending at this point. Like those are that type of investment level type things. So to me, I just think it's a great thing. Throw them in a vault. Leave them alone for five, ten, twenty years. And I literally think you're going to just see consistent gains, and there's always going to be buyers in that market. Now, the you're flip not, side of that.
1: Oh, you want to So I was going to say, so you're not, you wouldn't day trade a Brady card like you would, I don't know, like a Zion or something like that. you are This is oh, something. Goodness.
0: Look at you Zion's spewing knowledge. Did you look up Zion? No, you can't day trade Brady for this reason. You can sell Brady right now. There's no trading involved, though, because you're not going to find the card. You could sell his card today. The hype over the next two weeks about this matchup Is so insane that you're never gonna be able to replace it. And I'm a Brady fan. I want that stuff in the house. That's the Brady helmet behind me, the Brady jerseys off to the left. I like having that stuff. So it'd be awesome to sell cards that I was buying for one to two grand a year or two ago and sell them for eight to 10 to 15,000. Some of his other cards are up to 50 grand a piece. It'd be awesome to make that profit, right? But if at the end of the day, I don't need the money, and I want to have those cards, I'm never going to be able to replace him for that for that price. So to me, it's a long-term hold on Brady, if you can. Mahomes, on the other hand, Mahomes is crazy expensive already. People are viewing him as the next guy, and rightfully so. He's either 26 now or still under the age of 26. This is his second Super Bowl. He was Super Bowl MVP last year, played unbelievable. Guy was an MVP half of the season this year. He's He's the next guy, right? He's amazing. His talent is unmatched by anybody. I'll say this. If he loses the Super Bowl, I don't think he will. I actually think people could take a bit of a hit because at some point, people start to get a little bit worried about guys like this. If you have Mahomes stuff, I'm not saying go out and sell it because I think same thing. Long term, I just hold it. I mean, you ask me for the next five years who I think the Super Bowl winning quarterback is, I'll take Mahomes. Right now, I'll take Mahomes every year. Statistically, I think really? my odds are solid to do that. So, But I am not going to go out right now and buy Mahomes stuff. I think there's a little bit of a, of a, of a peak there. So I would just wait. If you've got it, great. Hold it and make a ton of money down the road. I'm not going out and loading up on my home stuff necessarily because I just think eh, it, it's sky high anyways. I would almost even wait till next season if I wanted to make that play.
1: Well, don't you think like it's going to fall from where it is now either way? It, I mean, it sounds like that's what you're saying. So like if you, if you think that at some point it's going to fall, why not sell at the height, Sell sell it, get rid of it, buy it when it's down low and then hold it again? Because the height could
0: be this. If, again, if you've already got his stuff, you're into it for much less than the current value today. I would bank on them winning the Super Bowl, which means there's going to be another jump initially. Now, two Super Bowls. Not a huge in, jump. Could be a pretty big dump jump. Two Could be that as well. You never know. Could be a big <laughs> dump if the guy loses a Super Bowl, I guess. But two Super Bowls in two years at his age is okay. is. Like, that's a trajectory that's like unheard of. Yeah, so, point being, if you have Mahomes stuff, I would hold on to it long term. I love Brady long term. I think they're both great long term stuff. To me, I'm always going Brady, no matter what the question is. Brady is better, period. So, I'm all about that. So that was a big picture topic. So let's just jump in real fast. We're going to do a little something like this every week, just so you can kind of get to know me and the other goofball on the screen. Uh, So my name is Mike Giuseppe, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts, about 20 minutes north of the city. I live in Nashville area with my wife now. I've been down here for about 15 years. Uh, Obviously, I'm a sports card psycho. Love it. Got into the breaking game uh, back in 2016, me and Bruce Breaks, my buddy Michael Brewer. uh, It was just one of those things, you walk in off the street, we got a ton of cases of product, it was unheard of, now you can't do that. Back then, you could just walk in and order at will. Stuff went absolutely nuts and blew up. Uh, He still does PSA and does some grading and some subbing and all that type of stuff. He's still breaking as well, eBay consignments. I kind of just ran with the breaking thing. Uh, I was over on Facebook, and we still have the group there, Geo Breaks. I'm there once in a while breaking cards and messing around. Uh, my buddy, Eddie, actually bought the company. He runs the day-to-day and does an awesome job with it. And yeah, it just got crazy, man, from construction to literally like buying baseball cards and opening up boxes of cards for people, doing group breaks, which if you don't know what that is, make sure you check it out. Uh, I had a guy join me for a number of years, my partner, uh, Kyle Zenda, was a good dude, man, Zender Sports Cards. And once we got together, we just had this crazy dynamic, something I wish me and you had a little energy, a little back and forth is what we're looking for. I'm not uh, looking for that. Perfect. No, thank you. Yeah, me and Kyle just ran the group full time. It went from like a day or two a week to like the six to seven day a week job that was just nuts and people just seemed to take to it. So we had a real good time, you know, then freed up a bunch of capital. So we started messing around with singles and just buying and selling and doing different things. And that kind of brought us to where we are now. And, you know, all of a sudden guys like Chris Vernon and Bill Simmons are asking us to do a podcast and paying us to do it. So uh, kind of a crazy <laughs> ride, but anyways, what's your story? Give the give the people what they want. Give them give them thirty seconds.
1: 30 uh, I was 60. walking down the street, and you just drove by me. And you said you're much larger than me. Why hey don't fella. you come on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Jesse Gibson is my name. Um, knowing nothing about cards is my game. Uh, Mike's Mike's wife is my cousin. Um, so a little friendship there was formed. Um, well, I enforced I'm, your family. So yeah. Well, go I ahead. Don't want to tell. That's fine. Um, my claim to fame: I beat Taylor Swift on the high school talent show. I don't Ooh, like to brag about it. Hendersonville, baby, Hendersonville, I don't Tennessee. Want to brag about it? You um, want to
0: brag about that's here's that? Here's a fact:
1: if you, if Taylor's listening, hey Tay, um, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say there were no official winners in that contest. However, all the kids said I would have won. Okay, that's a fact. That's Coconut a fact. bra, hula skirt. Who's who? What high school student is not going to vote for this? You've got the build for the coconut bra, so people hey, are um, excited about it. So yeah, that, uh, that's my claim to fame. Other than that, uh, I know nothing about sports. However, investing is my thing. I have my series six and seven. Um, I basically found out that Mike was in this and for whatever reason, and I hate to admit this, whatever Mike does seems to make money. So, uh, I figured instead of missing out Hang when on, he started second, breaking, uh, when, sure. when I missed out on that boat, I'm not going to miss out on the podcast boat. So, uh, here I am go. trying to learn more about it. And, uh, make a little money at the same time if I can.
0: Yeah, and it kind of works, like kind of the back and forth. Uh, You know, uh, the fact that you are kind of the target audience for a large part of this new portion of people coming in anyways. You like investments. Yeah, Yeah. investments, assets. What do I do to make money? I think it's actually a cool, people like you, not you being cool, other people like you though, kind of coming into this space is indicative of why the market is doing what it's doing. So uh, yeah, I think it's a cool little mix and that's why we we kind of have a, a nice little back and forth here. So there you go. There's a quick intro about us. Let's move into our next segment. This is actually kind of like my favorite little segment here. Uh, Jaybo, there, uh, throw some names out. Jesse, go ahead and introduce it, sweetheart. Let's tell the oh, people what my- they're missing. Okay, guys. Buy, sell.
1: Matthew Stafford. Let's go.
0: So, Stafford, I am a buy-on. I think Matthew Stafford is actually fairly cheap. He's got some options. He's leaving Detroit. If he goes to a team like Denver, if he goes to Indianapolis Colts, if he goes to San Francisco, those are teams that are legitimate contenders overnight, and he's not that expensive. I kind of like Stafford. I'm a buy on Stafford right now. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun super talented guy, I mean top 5 talent guy in the league. Weird situation in Houston. His stuff is so expensive right now though. His Prism PSA 10 Silvers are doing 900 bucks, 850 to 900. They had dropped as low as 400 in season. So I'm actually a sell on Deshaun. I think he's a great player, but in terms of hobby value, I would sell him until I know where he's going to end up cuz he's leaving Houston too probably. Trey Young Look at you, T-R-A-E. You got the pronunciation right. I'm proud of you, big guy. Yeah, so Trey Young, I'm a buy-on. Trey Young's stuff had gotten really expensive and then kind of danced into the opposite. Uh, Even right now, he's crazy cheap compared to where he was at. Literally about half his pricing. That's a lie. About 65% of where he was at a week to two weeks ago. And the dude scores in bunches. They lit somebody up last night. I don't remember who it was. He went off for about 30. That guy can score at will. That's what people want to see. I'm a buy-on Trey Young right now. PSA 10 PRISM Silver or Prism base rookies. That's what I would buy for his right now. All right, DeAndre Ayton? Dude, <laughs> two for two. Look at you just dialing up the names today. Oh, you're he's, pretty he's, good. He's, he's a little fl- Thank you. DeAndre Ayton, to me, is the best pure center in the Western Conference. I think the Suns are going to be a legit, not contender, but almost contender at the end of the year. I think they make some noise in the playoffs with him, CP3, and Booker. Uh, again, just to kind of give you a baseline stat as far as card value. He's the same class as Trey Young and Luca. Yet his Prism Ten PSA Ten Prism PSA Ten Silver rookie trades for about four hundred and twenty-five bucks. Trey Young's about twenty-five hundred. Luca's about eight thousand. Zion is forty-five hundred. I'm a buy on DeAndre Ayton. I think that dude can ball. Jeez. All right, LeBron. Yeah. LeBron rookie stuff is trending way up. If you can get decent, high-grade LeBron rookie stuff right now, I'm all in on it. I think people are finally starting to, despite everything he does off the court, which irritates people, I think people are starting to see the value there. I think LeBron's kind of like we were talking about with Brady in the first segment. He's kind of hitting that vault level. I'm good buying LeBron stuff right now, especially high-grade rookie stuff. Buy it. LaMelo Ball. Well, LaMelo, I would sell it for this reason. I think LaMelo's solid. I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to have a good career. But LaMelo ball stuff, if you have it right now, it means it's probably college uniform stuff, unless it's some of the hoop stuff that's come out, which means you should sell it. Because when pro uniform stuff starts hitting the market, all that other stuff is going to start tanking just a little bit. So I would sell LaMelo ball right now based on the hype and the current market. Sell.
1: All right. Sell 2020. It. 2020 NFL sealed wax. And explain to us what wax is.
0: Uh, wax is your sealed product, so sealed boxes, sealed cases. I'm a buy on 2020 NFL wax of any kind, especially contenders in prism. I just think it's a great class. We're going to talk about that a little bit here later, uh, but I'm a buy on it for sure. Prices are down, too, so great buy. All right,
1: this is the weirdest one. Social media in general, buy, Ugh, sell. We're new are to social in?
0: media. Sell it all. It's great for our <laughs> careers, I guess. I don't like yeah. it because there's a bunch of weird trolls on there who like to make ridiculous comments. But I guess I do like it for that matter, too. It's kind of funny. So I don't know. It's, it's crazy to see how good it's been for the card market. The fact that there's a podcast on a major network like The Ringer is because of social media to a large degree. So it's fine. Whatever. Throw your iPhones away. I don't care.
1: If it weren't for TikTok, would we even be here? Vernon,
0: the TikTok, the discovery <laughs> of the century, baby. There you go. Social media. We love it. Jedi are being murdered. On June 4th, Star Wars Returns, only on Disney+. Plus.
1: I didn't do it! Believe me!
0: She was my student. Let me be the one to bring her in. Now she is a student of the dark side. An acolyte. Star Wars The Acolyte. Two-episode premiere June 4th, only on Disney+. Plus.
1: This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
0: All right, All next right. segment. What are we doing? Mikey's take of the week. Only my mother and older sisters are allowed to call me Mikey, but right, we'll Mikey, live with that name for right now. <laughs> Mikey's take of the week. So this is when we try to give you some actual, this kind of works hand in hand. Things with buy sell. What you should actually buy right now, in my opinion. So we talked about 2020 NFL Sealed Wax. I love that buy for this reason. You have a major number of unbelievable quarterbacks. The top two Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, are to me, they're going to be generational type guys. You've also got guys like Tua, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love may get a little bit of play if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay. Jacob Eason and in Indy may see some time. A loaded wide receiver and skill position class. I actually love 2020 NFL wax. Uh, takes patience, though, just like with some of the other stuff. If you've got some cash and you want to leave something in the closet or in the attic and forget about it until next year and the season begins... I love it. I think Contenders is a great buy. That's the product you bought last week. If you don't know what it is, I told you what to buy and what to pay, and you did that. I just have a brown box. That's all I know. (laughs) You got two brown boxes (laughs) with labels on it. Yeah, Contenders is a great buy. Prism, NT when it comes out. I like the flagship type ones. I think Optic will be a good one in a couple weeks you could buy and hold. Uh, Mosaic's a solid product as well, but I am a big buy on that. The other thing I'm pushing right now because the market I think is huge but hasn't fully caught up to where it's going to be, Hall of Fame, Type like already in the Hall of Fame or guys who are going to be in the Hall of Fame in the very near future, like lock guys. So, like, Paul Pierce is going to get in this year. Pierce, Garnett, Duncan, McGrady, AI, Shaq, all those type of guys to me are absolute guys I would buy right now. I would seek out some of their maybe second tier type rookies and grab them in PSA 10 grades. And I think they're a great buy right now. I think it's just awesome money to be made in the short term and even in the long term if you want to hold on to them because it's a collection piece for you. I love NBA as well, because the NBA market is crazy right now. No question. Awesome. And then the other one, on this, kind of a side note, I'm selling Zion right now. I'm just not sold that he's ever going to be a top three to top five guy Sell in the league. Zion. I know. You are shocked there, Big Red. <laughs> I am. I just don't know if he's ever going to live up to the full potential. And his pricing, because of the hype, is so crazy. I'm selling Zion, man. I am. I'm out. So speaking yeah. of full potential hype, things people love. Uh, top no, NBA Top Shot. I have intentionally played ignorant. Not even playing. I'm literally ignorant, but I don't know anything about it's it. About the I know you Play. love it. Give us. I, I don't know. Give us. Give us 145 seconds on it. Go ahead.
1: 140. Oh God. All Countdown's right. Towns on. All right. Top Shot. It's essentially what you're investing when you're buying cards, except in video format. They sure. call the instead of calling them cards, they call them moments uh, or shots. If you, what, do you do, you know anything about crypto? Are you familiar? Oh.
0: I know that I dumped a ton of money into ETH, baby. Oh, Don't know anything oh, about crypto, though. If, but if I ETH just
1: skyrockets after this episode, we're going to know why. Um, Influences. So, so basically, this is what's going on. We have a thing called a non-fungible token. Fungible. Now, fungible is a word that uh, you may uh, have learned recently. It is. It basically just means this. If it's non-fungible, it means that if I have a... Eric Bledsoe moment, which I do. I bought one. Kind of a big deal. It's gonna yeah, skyrocket. So yeah. It's my moment does not necessarily mean that it is the same value as someone else's moment. Uh, because there are differentiating factors here. Some and would this, argue that
0: this is your moment right now, and it's not going that well. Some would argue that. Please continue. No one <laughs> why would you say?
1: It's right, a confidence
0: booster. Go ahead. We <laughs> love it. I'm excited.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. So when you buy cards, uh, yep. I think the big reason why people buy cards is they, they've got a piece of art. They've got a piece of their childhood. They've got something physical they can hold on to. Yep. Here's where I see there being an issue with Top Shot is who other than millennials and younger are going to buy into this. Yeah, I'm I both. just don't I'm- see it.
0: I think it's a cool thing. I just, I have no, that's my thing. I have no interest in it. So let me ask you this though. At the end of the day, obviously it's new. It had a crazy hype spike. Awesome. Last couple of weeks, especially on social with young people overall right now, still on the climb or it's like, okay, it peaked. It's cute. And now the 20 olds are done with it.
1: I weirdly enough, it seems to be still peaking. I mean, so you, this you thing, still think there's room to get in. If that's your yeah. thing, you want pick. Okay. No, I, I think there's room to get I in. Want I want think- a
0: weekly update on this Eric Bledsoe value.
1: I bought it at 30 yesterday. I can sell it for 40 today. That, my There's friend, is called a the week. healthy return.
0: All right. So, I mean, yeah, you, you've kind of given us some nice indicators and markers, even like dumb people like me can, can understand. So, like, in terms of value, though, like, what is really, like, the differentiating type thing, the numbering and all? How does that work? Like, what's the deal there with your, okay. with your new magic currency?
1: So, that's what kind of what makes this a, what that NFT, that non-fungible token. Where's uh, the shirt?
0: I want to be able to rip the fungible. I'm going to rip I'm this just, medium shirt off next week. Fungible.
1: I'm oh. just going to be shirtless next time. Dude, answer um, the question. So this is what makes this guy's non-fungible is basically the serial number. The serial number has everything okay. to do with the value. If the serial number is the same as the player's jersey number, then that card or that moment is all of a sudden 10, Fun. 20 times... Fun facts for you. It puts the fun in fungible. That is the uh, same as
0: baseball cards, uh, sports cards. Like if you have a Tom yes. Brady auto that's number 10 of 100 and it sells for a 1,000, but that is number 12 of 100, somebody else has the same card but number 12, his jersey number, there's a wicked premium on those two. So that almost, and, care. Uh,
1: yeah, that almost relates. Okay. And it's the same thing with this as far as if this is number one, that card and that in cards is also a little bit more valuable. the sure, first one you made. Know. Yeah. So – Honestly, the higher the number, it seems like the lower the value goes. But uh, hmm. if it is in a limited edition, just meaning that they're not making more of those moments, they're not selling more of those moments to new customers, then automatically, you know that that value is probably going to go up so long as that market, the whole top shot market goes up. Because has,
0: so let me ask you this other question then too. You talked about it being like the whole millennial thing, which I, which is really the only people I see who are really getting into it. Like are millennials into crypto. Am I stupid? Like, Millenn- <laughs> how many millennials are into crypto?
1: Millennials are into crypto because they understand it better than non-millennials. Uh, Am I yeah, a non-millennial? Absolutely. I was born in 86. What does that make you? No, you're a millennial, buddy. Uh, dude, I'm in, the, I'm in
0: the mix. So, so, you're, so, however, in your situation, you're telling me you're still spending money on actual crypto. You're not going to, you're going you're gonna to dabble with top. You're basically going to take one for the team.
1: You're getting Listen, to the boomer. top shot, so we have some content. L- Listen, Boomer, I am a Zoomer, and I am all about buying into... You're only one bit. year younger than me. Are you a millennial? Did you miss the point? right. I'm all about buying Top Shot in small <laughs> quantities. Uh, like you said, I am a little bit more into the crypto side. Are so, you buying we'll more see. Top Shot? Yes or no? Be straight with me. I have Eric Bledsoe and Gianna... Gianna? I oh, to come. God. Boom, boom. I have, I've got those two, Giannis. and I'm looking for a third, so... I'm Do you in. get to
0: pick the player? Can you go in there and buy like singles? Like, and hey, you go I want to market. Buy. You can, okay.
1: Yeah, you can I, go. You can either buy packs, which is just like buying a pack of cards. Right. You don't know what Chance. you're going to get. Or you, go or you to can the buy market. singles. Yeah, exactly.
0: So yeah, we're, I, I guarantee we're going to be talking more about Top Shot. I mean, everybody was asking about it. I say everybody. The majority of people who had questions or topics for us to discuss. Top Shot was amongst the top of the list. So we're going to talk more Top Shot uh, that's going to be Jesse's thing. I don't want to look into it. I'm just no. I have I'm, I'm I'm messing around with cardboard. You mess around with digital crypto fungible shenanigans. Next segment. Here we go.
1: All right, let's is go mailbag? mailbag. We got to get a sweet graphic. I don't. I don't. Is that the music? I don't know. There we go. We're gonna find music <laughs> there's a, for. There's it. a little air truck right. right there. You're welcome. <laughs> when does the bubble burst? And by that question, it would imply is there a bubble?
0: Yeah, I mean everything's a bubble, right? Any any commodity market that is hot for a time to me, is just considered a bubble because eventually things are going to cool down. Right? It happened with the housing market. People said it was a bubble 06 to 08, you know, leverage and all that type of crazy financial nonsense talk to you and your nerd buddies would you know, text about after the show, I'm sure. So yeah, eventually the bubble bursts in the sense that some of these things are going to come back down to earth in price. I, I think it has to. I think we're going to see that reflected more in wax as opposed to the single side of things. Because again, you have things like Brady, Mahomes, MJ, LeBron. A lot of that stuff to me is grail level investments that are never going to come down. I just think that is going to be an investment that people are going to hold on to. And there's always going to be that demand from people with money. But at some point, yeah, the bubble is going to slow down. It's going to burst. It's going to calm down. There's not going to be just blind money to be made. So you got to be careful just buying into things. It's like any other type of investment. I don't think you can just walk into this space and say, hey, I'm going to buy this or that and not think about it. Yes, you can make a ton of money doing this. You can also lose money. It's like anything else. Educate yourself. And don't educate yourself by paying somebody a monthly subscription to some nonsense database or for some clown to sit in front of a camera and tell you, oh, you should buy this or that. There's plenty of free resources. Do your research on eBay, sold listings, Facebook, Marketplace, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Listen to this podcast. We're giving you stuff for free. But you got to be careful of a bubble with anything. Invest money that you have if you are intelligent enough to invest it wisely. That's what I would tell people. But yeah, I think we have a two-year, to me, at least a two-year window where we're going to see stuff just stay absolutely killer strong, especially on the single side. Right, I'm pretty sure there was like a second question there too. Second question in the mailbag. What do you got there, yeah. Big Red?
1: Okay, so when you first started doing this about five years ago, where are the guys that you were chasing now? Like where are they now compared to where they were then?
0: Okay, yeah, so in terms of hobbies, so like in football, you're talking 2016, three big ones right off the bat. You had Dak Prescott, Zeke, Uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Carson Wentz. Obviously, hobby value-wise, they're all in the tank right now. Dak was fairly strong until he got injured this year. You know, Zeke's a running back, so that stuff's just naturally falling off. Carson Wentz, ugh, puke. Um, In baseball, the 2016 draft class was monstrous at the time. Mickey Moniak, Mickey Moneyback, as he was known as back then, was selling for huge money, the number one pick. I mean, he's doing nothing. Kyle Lewis was a chase back then, had some injuries, uh, a couple ACLs, if I'm not mistaken. So he fell off, but he had a monster season last year for the Mariners. So Kyle Lewis is still a chase. Basketball, it would have been Ben Simmons, which the weird thing about Simmons is he has no autographs in Panini products. He's an upper deck exclusive autograph guy. So people were literally just looking for uh, rookie base cards and numbered base cards, which were insane money back then. I don't know if his stuff is selling quite as high as it was back then. I haven't done like a comparison, but he's still selling really well now. So he's still strong. So it's like half and half. Like the baseball guys, you know, half and half one each. Football's fallen way off. But then you get stuff like, you know, Ben Simmons who stayed strong and Kyle Lewis who's been strong. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Like the where are they now guys you used to chase are now guys you don't care anything about. So a lot changes in five years, that's for
1: sure. There's your mailbag, folks. Boom. That was beautiful. I got to tell you. Next segment, straight cash homie. Yeah, here we go with the other segments. We're trying to get cute
0: with these names. Randy Moss, (laughs) the late great Randy Moss, uh, straight cash homie was one of his key lines. Um, So, yeah, in this segment, we're going to rename it because I already hate that name, I I think um, it's going to be, Hey, I have X amount of dollars, a set budget. What should I buy right now with it? And I'm always going to be a little bit more conservative here. Cause I feel like people with a set number to spend, can't just throw it into a Taylor Horton Tucker type of bubble bursting immediately type guy. So having said that this week, I pulled a rabbit out of a hat, 200 bucks. To me, for two hundred dollars, the most conservative play that I think has big upside, just because of the timing of it. Nineteen ninety-seven Topps Finest Tim Duncan rookie card as a PSA ten. It's trading right around two hundred bucks. I've bought a few myself. My brother's actually been buying them up lately. I think it's a great buy. His Topps Chrome card in the same grade is over two grand now. There's no way this card should be ten percent of that value. He's also go. They're finally going to have the uh, Hall of Fame induction. I think it's in May. There's going to be a bump from that, and Duncan stuff is never going to really crash. He's an all-time great, top ten type guy. He's been underappreciated for years. I would buy for two hundred bucks his 1997 Topps Finest PSA 10 card, straight cash, homie. We, we can't change it now. now. No, We're we have to keep trade. We have it. To all right. We got it. one thing left to talk about. Introduce and let's get out of here. MLB. <laughs> That's the excitement. You, I'm what just is happening? I have nowhere
1: to go. I'm pumped. <laughs> MLB HOF. I know that means Hall of Fame. You don't know what MLB
0: means. You know what the B means? Give me the it's, B. Uh, baseball. There we go. Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. So the Hall of Fame this year, uh, inductions, yes, there are the voting at least. Zero people got in. So quick That's note rare. about this. Yeah, it doesn't happen often that nobody gets in. I'm sure it has happened before, but uh, not very rarely. Um, so quick note on this with return, with regards to the sports card market value side of this thing and just, just in general with it. So first off, um, shilling, bonds, Clemens. All three got pretty close. I think you had that graphic up earlier. Do you still have that accessible, or should I just move on? I don't want to waste your time. Oh, I, I'm I ready, busy man. Give me the I'm percentages
1: ready. of those top three, because those are the top three vote getters. Schilling, 71. Yep. Bonds, 61.8. Sure. Clemens... A narrow margin of sixty one point six, very close. Yeah, so I
0: think eventually those three guys get in, right? After this, eventually it goes to the like veterans committee where they can vote and write people in. Kurt Schilling's being kind of a baby about this whole thing too. He's mainly being held out because of his his. He's just super opinionated and, and talks too much, and people don't like it. You know, I think that's the reason he's been held out. Because to me, I would argue he's the greatest postseason pitcher of all time. In terms of hobby value, though, I'm never buying Kurt Schilling cards. I don't think they're ever going to do anything, Hall of Fame or not. However, Clemens. Again, you could make an argument, the greatest pitcher of all time, I would get PSA 10 rookie cards of his. He's got some base tops and a couple other brands, Don Russ, I think he has a flair as well. I think you can get those things relatively cheap. I don't think there's a huge rush to get it because he's not going in, I think, until next year. Obviously not this year, but I think next year he probably gets in. I'd start loading up a month or two before the Hall of Fame voting comes out next year, and you get that little bump. Uh, and Barry Bonds, again, I would argue Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. Steroids, no steroids. I think everybody in the 90s and 2000s until conclusively proven otherwise did steroids. You're never going to be able to prove they didn't. So I just view it as a kind of a almost like an even cheating playing field. Pitchers were using it. Hitters were using it. Everybody was juicing and using PEDs, so it's an even playing field. Having said that, Bonds to me is the greatest, is the greatest player of all time. Uh, his stuff, again, for that type of a title and caliber player that he was— I think he goes in next year. Start picking up his PSA 9 and 10 stuff, you know, six, eight months from now when that voting and all that process starts to get hyped up a little bit, and I think you can make some money. In terms of just the Hall of Fame in general, though, it's a bunch of 90-year-old baseball writers who vote for guys that they liked and guys who are very proper and, you know, appropriate. They don't speak out of turn. A bunch of guys who are literally out of touch with reality, quite frankly. To me, Clemens, Bonds, Schilling, absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame. I would also put in Sammy Sosa, one of the greatest home run hitters of all time, one of the few men with 600 home runs. He's a Hall of Famer to me. Manny Ramirez has absolutely absurd stats, not to mention rings. Manny Ramirez is a Hall of Famer to me. He will never get in. He's on your list too. What did he get for voting percentage? Like Manny 20s? Ramirez,
1: 28.
0: Yeah, he's never getting in, which is a shame. He also got popped for PEDs like 49 times, so... I mean, I guess he wasn't the, the brightest bulb, but Manny Ramirez was an unbelievable hitter. I would put him in. And Rafael Palmeiro, who is not even on your list anymore, I think he's, I think he's topped out on the eligibility and would have to be a veterans guy. You know, his biggest thing is he, wa- he was wagging his finger at Congress and, Congress and lying about Congress and lying about not using steroids. I don't think he ever gets in. But what's crazy about Palmeiro, multiple Gold Glove Award winner, I'm almost positive. So above average defense for his career, and he's one of only six guys in the history of baseball with 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. I, I don't see how you keep guys like that out. I mean, if your argument is the PED thing, fine. But everybody uses them, so just let them all in. To me. But when it comes to value in terms of hobby, I think the only two relevant names we talked about, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, that is it. Speaking of that is it, that's the show. Guys, that was our first official episode. Looks like you have something to say. You are just learning will... to say something. Here we go. Let's,
1: Ended let's, on a bang. Tease, him. let's tease him. Let's give you him the tease. To- all right, Do so it.
0: as of right now, Gary Vee will be joining the show on February 8th, 2021, the year of our Lord, just a couple weeks from now. That will be on our Tuesday show. Uh, we got word from him and his producer. He's going to throw us a few minutes, which is awesome. He's been a huge influencer. Uh, in general, I love what he does. I have a few things I got some questions about. I'd like to, I'd like to get a little please background nice on, maybe. Please be nice to Gary. Yeah, I'm such a big <laughs> name. I have to be nice to people. Yeah, yeah. please. Um, no, but yeah, we're, we're, I'm psyched. I hope that actually happens. I think it's going to. It's pretty much locked up and confirmed. We're pumped about that. Uh, We're going to be coming to you every Tuesday and Friday, again, here on the Ringer Podcast Network, brought to you by Spotify. You can hear the show anywhere you get your podcast, so make sure you listen. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're on all that stuff now. We get the email, like I said earlier, sportscardsnonsense at gmail.com. We'd love some feedback on the show, obviously. I don't care if you're trolling us or whatever you want to do. Questions, uh mailbag comments, guys you want in the buy sell segment, uh, whatever, we are open to it. Uh, we're pumped to be here though. I'm excited. I got to join Simmons yesterday, which was really cool for me. I'm a Boston dude, so we got the geek out of a Larry Bird and Tom Brady, which was uh, about as happy as I am ever on a Monday. So I was pumped about it. Maybe it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. So, anyways, that's the show, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. Mike Giuseppe, that is Jesse, the producer who no longer produces anything, so we'll. I think your pay will reflect that. We will be back with you next Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in.